Fight family, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, we're happy to have you here. Uh, it's Sunday night, time for a Street Fight call-in show. The number to dial is 614-655-3887. It never changes, so if you can't call in tonight, save it for later. We want to hear about your work stories, your dare stories, your drug stories, anything you want to share. Me and Brian are here for the next three hours on WCRS LPFM to talk to all y'all. We are the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We've been doing it for 10 years now, and it's only because of all of you. Uh, If you want to support the show, head to patreon.com slash streetfightradio, where you get access to bonus content like the Movie Cinematic Universe series. And coming up in September, it's going to be the start of Shocktober, so make sure you're subscribed. what else are we doing here? Um, right now, all the, everything is uh, dying down. We just finished up the fundraiser for the Hopi Tutsqua Permaculture Institute. Uh, it's still up right now, so if you want to go buy uh, patches or stickers, you got until midnight. More likely, you got till Monday on midnight. And uh, all that money, we hit our goal to pay for labor and parts. So all that money is going to the uh, institute. You can find that at store.streetfightradio.com, along with stickers, patches, and t-shirts from the number one anarchy comedy show on any station across the nation. Um, how's it going, Brian? I am still recovering from the gathering. I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little bit tired. I, uh, uh, the most amount of doing stuff I've had in a very long time over the past three days so i'm just i'm kind of beat and i'm just trying to make it through i'm trying to get on the other side of this live show on thursday night in columbus once i'm on the other side of that i can i can take a couple days and and catch my breath again but uh i got shit all week this week that's true um the gathering was amazing i was so impressed by it it fucking blew me away uh best festival i've ever been to for sure yeah there's nothing comes close to it, really. Like, if, if, it, like, as just like a street fight sort of thing, like, where it's like you're hanging out at this place where there's just, there's no laws, there's no rules, there's no laws, and people are just, they're just doing what they are, want to do. It's crazy to see people being able to just do what they want to do. Yeah, to go to a place where people are walking around with cardboard signs that say blow, dabs, ecstasy, acid, mushrooms, and nothing, I didn't see anything too insane. I didn't see, any. everybody could handle themselves for the most part. Yeah, nobody was too, I mean, some of the fireworks people were a little much, but what are you going to do, man? Sometimes you got to fucking, uh, um... Sometimes you got to deal with, you take the good with the bad. Sometimes you go somewhere and people are just going to shoot fireworks randomly for the entire time you're there. That's just part of life. Yeah. I've never been to a concert where someone was was skateboarding in the pit and someone was setting off fireworks while someone was also twirling fire. Uh, Yeah. It was a pretty spectacular show. And the crowd brought brought just as much of a spectacle as anything else. Um, There was a guy that had the money stapled to him. Like you could take yeah. a stapler and, and staple money to him. There was a kick me in the nuts for $20 guy. Yeah, that guy was cool. I mean, I don't know if 
he was doing a carny trick where he was wearing a cup. It's definitely a possibility that he was wearing a cup because I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen a lot of guys take kicks in the nuts as hard as he took uh, without being affected by it. I mean, he could be an incredibly strong willed individual, which, hey, I would love to not have that weakness dangling between my legs. I would love it if I could take a kick in the nuts and just be like fine with it. Yeah. So, I mean, I would probably take up his line of work. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Travel the world Travel the world with that. Mm, just stand on the street and say, you can kick me in the nuts for 20 bucks. I'm just, I mean, what? You got to get kicked in the nuts five times in a day to really be making good money? <laughs> to get started, yeah. Yeah. That's nothing. To be self-sufficient. Yeah. How uh, many hours of work would that be? Two. Maybe two hours. Yeah. If I walked down the street and I saw a guy saying, uh, you can kick me in the nuts for $20. And then what he should have done is been like, you can just be a commentator. Or you can just like be a spectator for five. And he could have brought in some cash too. Cause there were people just standing around watching him. He should have brought a fucking tent and yeah. had it happen in there. And then fucking, you could come in, kick him in the nuts come out but then some people get to sit in the tent and watch the nut kicking that's a brilliant idea actually um yeah i mean i'm an ideas man that's just how i am uh yeah it it, it was something man i i uh I, I got more fucked up than i've been uh, in a long time yeah maybe you, since i was 25 yeah you were pretty fucked up there's a lot of drugs there man you're not gonna believe this but there's so many fucking drugs there uh uh like a lot of drugs for good prices too great price hundred dollar prices fifteen dollars yeah. for rolls i even got zans at this one I can never get Xanax anywhere. I got some Xanax. No, we were walking down the street and there was, or we we're walking through the, the village area, or I don't know, whatever that bridge thing is called. Uh, and there was just a bunch of ratty looking dudes sitting on a golf cart with a sign that said opium on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see a lot of opium out there either, which I was impressed with the opium. Yeah, they also should have just had a tent and let people smoke opium and hang out in it all day. Yeah, I didn't see anybody hitting the opium. I think it was. I think they were just selling pills. I think that's the opium they were selling. Opiates. Opiates, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point because that's where I bought pills. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, they they were like sitting there with a sign that said opium. And I was like, I've never seen opium. I, I think I've seen opium like twice in my whole life when I was like, a teenager it's just not something you run into and i didn't smell opium which i do know the smell of because i have smelled it before i have mm. hit it i've smoked it and like uh, i didn't smell it so there's gotta be there's no way that they had opium but there is also a way they had xanax and i i just was like hey man can, you got any xanax and a guy was like yep and he sold me three and then i got nervous and I was like, I don't know if I should take these. So I went to waterbeds and stuff in Columbus, Ohio, and I got a fentanyl testing strip and tested them, which is the most adult thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Because I was looking at you and I said, man, you can't do hard drugs. You don't want to die, dude. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a grown up, man, a definite grown up feeling really good about myself for making the choice to go fentanyl testing strip on that ass. Because, you know, 
that's the first time I've ever made that choice and probably not going to make it a million times because like how many times am I going to do hard drugs? But I was just like, you know, I, I, I just went and tested it. I felt real good about myself. It was like I uh, got married. I had a daughter. And I did a fentanyl test. <laughs> yeah, you do fentanyl test drugs. Yeah, I get it. I'm like a fucking king now. I feel great about it. Yeah, I uh, I did like five hits of acid on the first night, and then like five hits of acid plus two rolls, four blunts, and a pint of Hennessy on the Saturday night. And by the end of it, I couldn't even fucking walk. Yeah, like my I my back hurt from standing all day, and I was just so far gone. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, and oh yeah, we were watching wrestling. We were watching the battle royal at like three in the morning and all of a sudden there's this naked chick in the ring just running jumping up and down and waving her hands and screaming and like all the wrestlers are like working around her you can see them like peeking out of their corner of the eye so they don't run into her and she was just in there going nuts for the longest time yeah until security finally scooped her up so many naked people there oh, lots of people best. not wearing a lot of clothes there lots of underwear people just people wearing underwear like their clothes got filthy the first night and they brought zero <laughs> extra clothes or something i don't know it that was is possible some of those dudes that were walking around in whitey tighties probably just didn't bring enough clothes <laughs> like, it was about a lot of like really ill-prepared people at this thing for people that were going to be camping for five or six days they were very ill-prepared i saw a guy fucking eating a, a packet of ranch dressing <laughs> like literally Sipping like he on was it? holding it in his hand like a cup and he was just like sipping it up and i was just like you i guess he didn't bring food or enough money i mean because i used to go to like Ozfest and shit like that and uh, uh never had money to eat and i would just be hungry all day but you can't do that when you're spending you know a few days there you gotta have some money set aside so that you can eat right and he was eating ranch and I, he didn't like, it would have been one thing if he was, like, eating ranch and then just, like, calling attention to the fact that he was eating ranch and, like, really fucking cutting it up about the ranch. But he was not, like, putting on a show or anything. He was kind of just standing by himself, eating ranch, watching the show. Yeah. And I was just like, this guy. He, he looked really drunk. But Okay. I mean... I haven't been ranch to drunk. Event. That's called ranch drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't ever been to an event in so long where you were allowed to take stuff in. Oh yeah, uh, when you leave it up to the uh, people, they uh, they really go wild. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They didn't check. There was no security checking bags anywhere, and you could. There was no like booth fee, so everybody just set up booths wherever they wanted. And I posted this online, and it got a lot of engagement. But it was really cool that because they were hosting like AA meetings there. And they also had like a bunch of sober juggalo tents, which I felt made me feel better, you know, that it wasn't just all reckless abandon, you know, and that uh, there was a recognition that some people can't live the lifestyle like that, you know? Yeah, a lot of people, uh, uh, yeah, there was the sober tent, there was the Christian juggalos uh, tent as you walked in. It was, it was just wonderful. It was uh, uh, very funny. When we first got there... We like got up to the box office. You had to wait in line at the box office to get a bracelet. You trade your ticket in for a bracelet and a necklace. And uh, uh, we got we got up there. We're standing in line, and there is a guy that is there at the festival who I assume uh, uh, didn't have money to get in, or he would have already been in the festival 
trying to convince everybody to just rush the gate and run through. There's clearly not enough people to rush the gate standing there. I mean, I guess if they had decided to do that, but he was just like, they can't stop us all. And it's just like, man, it, it was, it's just a whole other world. It was, it was like nothing I've ever seen. I just couldn't fucking believe it. I could not believe it. And the fact that I got to go home every night and go to bed was, uh, yeah, it was nice. really nice for me. That really, uh, that kept my energy pretty high through the whole event. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike you know, we got there yesterday, man, people look like it looked like people had been through war. <laughs> yeah. It was starting to fall apart. Uh, also there was tons of, uh, I really liked the, um, there was megaphone people. There was lots of comedians there. Oh yeah. Walking around with their megaphones, just saying like booty hole and stuff. Uh, just trying to get people to laugh. My favorite moment was we were heading to the merch booth and it's on a hill and there is a megaphone guy next to us. And I see a megaphone girl coming down the hill and they're both talking shit. And then they get to each other and they look at each other and they get bashful. He goes to put it to his mouth and then takes it away and then like kind of looks away and he, he can't, he can't perform. <laughs> he Some can't. people can't. Some people can't do it, man. Some people uh, uh, are shy. He, yeah. Yeah. He thought he was just hanging out with the fellas. And he was just a shy gentleman. He didn't think the woman would answer him back. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, there was, there was probably a lot of love connections made. I was thinking... I was like, man, probably a lot of people fell in love this weekend and uh, arguably probably more swinger action happened at that thing than anywhere else. Because, I mean, I saw some people just going at it anyway. Like, yeah, there was not a lot of inhibitions about public displays of affection at this thing. It was just like, hey, man, we're, we're here. We're at the gathering. We're going to fucking smooch it up and make out. It was very hedo in some sections of the gathering yeah yeah and uh but finally we did get to uh hang out with uh symphony from gauche for a little bit which was really fun yeah she's really cool that gauche is a really good band and uh she was there g-h-o-s-h -S yeah we hung out with alex keller and and evan ambrose uh the wrestling tag team uh weird world we hung out with uh, Jason and Jake and Rachel showed up there. Oh, yeah. Rachel. So we show up on Sunday. We had this extra ticket. Some fucking street fight person burned me because I posted in the Patreon. I had a free ticket and they're like, I'll take it. And I'm like, all right, can you meet me at near this grocery store near my house? And they're like, oh, I'm actually in L.A. I couldn't even get a flight till tomorrow. So I was just like, man, fuck this. I'm not dealing with it. I put it in my bag. I was going to try to give it away. We get to Sunday, we get to Saturday and I texted Rachel. I was like, Hey, it's a street fight picnic. You work the merch booth. Uh, you can come if you want. So on Sunday she shows up and we go to trade in the wristband. We try to go to trade in the ticket to get a wristband. And they're like, I don't know what happened, honey, but everybody left at six. They said, we're done. I, I'm leaving. It's six. We're well, like, they're off. What are you going to do? Yeah. And then she was like, I just turned away somebody that drove five hours with their fiance. And I'm like, okay. I look around. I was like, mm, let's just go try to walk in. Yeah. Let's just go. I asked, I was like, are they going to let us if I show them the ticket? And she's like, they're not going to let you in. And so we walked and it was like the perfect timing. We all three of us blocked Rachel and we all had our bands. 
right as that happened, this really fucking weird golf cart pulls up with like a clown thing on the back of it and starts doing wild shit. And then another person starts talking to the security guy and we just walked right past. It was so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> it looked, seemed like we orchestrated it. Yeah, we did. We snuck somebody in. I mean, the security there was lackluster to say the least, which is the exact kind of security that I like. Yeah. Like, I'm a big fan of lackluster security. And uh, I, there, I mean, there were sheriffs there, though. There, there were sheriffs there, were... there not doing shit either. Didn't care what was going on in there. It might be the most perfect venue in the world. <laughs> I think it is. It's like a utopia. Yeah. 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 I mean, even with cops there not stopping people from, I mean, it specifically said no fireworks were allowed in there. And there were, you, if you wanted to, chase down the motherfuckers that were lighting off fireworks it would not have been hard because they didn't ever stop lighting off fireworks the whole time and that one guy behind us he brought like a steel pipe that he like dug into the ground right next to his like lounge chair he sat out there for like six hours and like every five minutes would light a bottle rocket just sipping on beer yeah yeah i mean jake said he saw somebody walking around with an axe a real one like just yeah just an axe because you know, the hatchet man, ICP thing. And just like, I'm going to bring my axe to the concert and just walked around with a goddamn axe in their hand. Yeah. It's just so lawless there. It's, it's wonderful. I can't recommend it more. If, uh, uh, you have the strong constitution to be able to handle some, uh, 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 strange language a lot of times and, and, uh, uh, getting hit by Fago bottles, getting hit, yeah, I mean, stuff gets thrown and uh, fireworks go off three inches from your legs at any given moment. Yeah, that have, can happen. Have your head on a swivel. Yeah, yeah. You just got to be ready for anything. It's fine. It's fun. It's something. It's something to do. I'll be going every year now, uh, provided it's close to my house. Obviously, if they move it to the West Coast, I'm not flying out there. <laughs> yeah, and we did get to see a few artists melt down, too. Like... Danny Brown got so fucking pissed at the crowd. And to be honest, I was kind of surprised because it was kind of socially distanced. Like people were not pushed up against the gate like they they are at any other concert. Um, so I guess it didn't get as wild maybe because of that. And then all of a sudden he goes on this rant about how juggalos don't go hard anymore and that they're acting like a Coachella audience. And he's like, I guess the gathering went commercial. And he's like, all right, motherfuckers, this is my last song. It starts playing, and he just drops the mic and storms off the stage. I think somebody threw something, and he walked off stage. Oh, that's but, what it was. Okay. I mean, you can't get mad. If they're throwing stuff, they threw stuff at every artist that was on stage. And, I mean, there's stuff being thrown the whole time. Glow sticks. There was probably 10,000 glow sticks that were being thrown around constantly every night. Um, I threw a bunch of those because they don't hurt. The energy, the energy that they have to throw stuff never ceased to amaze me. It was constant, constant stuff flying through the air. Yeah. Well, it's like, I'm always impressed because like, I, I, I talk, I, I don't think I've talked about it that, but I mean, I've talked a million times about Woodstock 99, but I always think about that riot at the end of Woodstock 99. And I'm like, how the fuck did they have the energy to do that riot? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I was fucking beat when I left. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, I got to go home and go night-night. I've been here for two days. I'm ready to go to sleep. Yeah. 
And uh, when that riot kicked off, it was that when I got home and I turned on the TV and that riot's going on, I was like, I I'm so tired right now. Like, I've been laying down for a long time yeah. from the what I went through with this thing. And it's like, I, you know, it was the same thing yesterday, man. These guys are moshing and whipping Fago stuff around and screaming and and everything. And it's like, you know, obviously there are some people you can see that it's taken a toll on them. Uh, a lot of people sitting in folding chairs. Like lawn chairs, those folding lawn chairs, just to sleep. Yeah, or holding their head in their hands for a good two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of that. But, like, I don't know how people do it. I mean, even, I mean, you know, I look at Bonnaroo and I'm like, how does the, how, what is Sunday at Bonnaroo? Like, has to be hell, dude. Go off, man. That's when you empty the tank. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, man. I don't, I would never, I... I will say this with 100% for sure. I will never camp at a music festival. It will never in my life happen. Because I saw the condition that people were in. There was a guy, just like Brett said, there's people walking around in underwear and it's probably because they didn't have any clothes. I really, truly believe that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like showy underwear. It wasn't like a leopard thong or something. That would be funny, you know. Yeah. It was just like somebody's beat up Hanes, you yeah, know? and the wiggly bacon elastic on the top. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wore a tank top the first day I was there, and I felt half naked. And then I was thinking about yesterday. I saw uh, or, or Saturday, or no, I'm sorry, Friday. I saw a fucking guy in a battle jacket and a bikini on. <laughs> There's the dude with the bikini top and the bikini bottoms on and then a battle jacket that yeah. said uh, uh, Juggalo Mankini on the back. <laughs> like, that's his thing. Uh-huh. You know? A lot of people have a brand they do. at the gathering, too. You know? It's like, it, it's like there's so many... Like, basically, all the camps are branded... Basically, I mean, there are some that are just regular old camps and shit, but most of the camps are branded like Camp Booty Hole or the, or, the Texas Booty Hole Riders. Yeah, the Texas Booty Hole. And they riders. had merch. There yeah. was also the Funky Inns, and it was like a Funyuns logo, but they were Pittsburgh of Juggalos, and they had like a whole Funyuns set, like branding with the Hatchet Man on it. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like. I, that's the other thing. Somebody in the psychic gasoline in the chat said Sunday at Bonnaroo is for buying shit and beating the traffic. But like, why would somebody want to play Sunday then? Why would you want to headline Bonnaroo on Sunday then? I guess you probably don't. I wonder. I never. I we should look. I'm now. I'm curious to look at lineups for festivals to see who plays the last night, dude. But every, when you're under thirty, you're under. You're invincible. I mean, you're just, you have a low tolerance for discomfort. Very. As low as a tolerance can be for right. discomfort. But like, yeah, I, I guess I, like I those watch. people were surviving. And I'm sure a lot of those people camp for fun. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't ever put in, I don't add an allowance for like, oh, you know, people that own RVs camp for fun. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't hell for them. Right. 
it's like what they do on the weekend, but there's more people there and it's more fun and it's more of a party. Yeah, there's literally people in this world that can wake up and eat just hot oats on a fire and be okay with it. <laughs> I know. Just be, think it's it's a hearty way to start the day. I just don't consider it. And and like as I'm looking at these guys get like dirty and gross and like they're they're covered in dust and fago and because that's another thing, man. ICP didn't only play once; they also played on Thursday night. Yeah. So. You could have been in the mosh pit Thursday night, got covered in Fago, and then had to go the rest of the weekend basically without a shower. Maybe you would dump water over your head or something. But, like, it's so hard to get the Fago. I got Fago on my Apple Watch still. Like, uh, I can't. It's my, my watch is sticky on the inside. I keep, I took my hat. Very smart, guys. You know, Hype Beast Brian. Uh, uh, decided, like, I'm not going to get Fago on me, so I'll just wear my Supreme hat to the gathering and uh, got Fago on me. And I don't know how to deal with it. I got it on my shoes, so I'm wearing my old shoes now. But, like, I don't know how to deal with it. So what I did was I just went home, took my hat off, took my watch off, and took my shoes off and ran them underwater in the sink and threw them on the back porch. <laughs> and they're still there. They're like It's all just still sitting there. I don't want to go look at the hat because I feel like it's going to smell bad, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think my, uh, I believe my phone port is ruined on my phone now. That makes sense, yeah. And also, Rachel, her phone said you're port is wet you can't charge right now just last night though last night better now i think it, i think it's better now but yeah. mine i think is all the way gone you should have you want you guys want to hear like a fucking nightmare horror story about okay mine? so i'm standing there and i'm in that mosh pit and fucking i'm going nuts right i'm like having a good time singing all the song come see the show big top show. you know what i mean Guy behind me who whips around a Fago. I'm like, yeah, you get Fago on you when you see ICP. That's the way things are. It gets on my backpack. And then I think about it and I'm like, three Xanax in that backpack. And I freaked out and ran out of the fucking pit <laughs> and put them in my pack of cigarettes and jammed them in my. Because I also went and was like, I'll just give my bag to Jake and then it won't get wet at all so i i ran out and uh uh handed it went to hand it to jake but then when i got out there i was like dude you gotta get back in that pit man yeah and so he came with me but yeah i thought my uh, uh xanax was gonna get fagoed and melded and i was gonna be really <clears throat> sad about that because you know how often i get xanax never yeah I got three bars right now, and I'm just sitting around like Zan. Like at the end of the show, you will see me reach into my bag, Papa Zan, Mister Papa Zan. <laughs> and then last night, I was like, I'll take. I I tested it with the fentanyl strip, and I was like, I'm. It's probably still fake, so I'll just take two, like pieces instead of just breaking off one. I broke off two. I just popped it in. I was like, it's probably just. Sugar pill, you know? <laughs> okay. That's what I was thinking. Woke up this morning and uh, there was ice cream sandwich all over my bed. What? 
well, I must have done something with ice cream sandwiches in bed. I know that I had an ice cream sandwiches in the refrigerator, and I know I woke up and there was black cookie from ice cream sandwich and ice cream all over my side of the bed. So <laughs> luckily, I'm the latest sleeper in the house. So I just ripped everything off the bed and changed the sheets. My wife hasn't even noticed. Yes. Okay. I hope that dairy didn't soak through. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I should have taken a picture of the sheets. It looked like I kind of shit myself. Yeah. I was wasted, though, because, like, we were watching this thing on TV. We were watching this thing on TV, and uh, uh, she was like, well, I'm going to fall asleep. And I was like, I'm still going to stay up, man. I'm going to let it ride. And then I just... <laughs> I left it on the menu on Hulu and then and then it. didn't do anything. And then my wife was like, Brian. And I was like, I'm watching TV. And she was like, no, you're not. And I was like, how do you know? And she said, cause you're fucking snoring. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I was watching TV. I was holding the remote in my hand with the, thing on i was just going nuts man tv in your brain i had the best night last night you know i got to see icp i got covered in fago i had a really good time with my buddy and we just had the best weekend me and brad had the best time we were gonna buy art but we wasted all our money on drugs i know and, uh, <laughs> it was so crazy <laughs> if we get a hundred dollars and be like i only have five dollars left what's happening yeah <laughs> yeah we were like, we, we each got a hundred bucks and then about a half hour later, Brett handed me another hundred dollars and he was like, I was like, you don't, I don't need this. I still have a hundred dollars. And he was like, well, if I take it out, I got to give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm more spendy. It's easy for me to spend. Oh, he money. went off spending. He went off spending all mad spending because I ended up giving him 20 bucks for these insane daiquiris he was drinking all weekend that were... <laughs> This was outlaw. They had outlaw daiquiris, everybody. Yeah, speakeasy daiquiris. <laughs> and it was like this. The lady was like real, real, uh, like a real character. And then she was like, all right, honey, that's $12 for the daiquiri. I, I take it you don't want a virgin one. And I'm like, no, ma'am, give me the rowdy one, please. And then she pours in like just a shitload of Everclear into the bottom of the cup before <laughs> she pours the slushy on top. Yeah, so I handed Brett a $20 bill to get a daiquiri. And let me preface this by saying like brett looked at me and said i'm gonna go fill up my water bottle and we walked up to go fill up brett's water bottle and he was like oh, you know what i'm just gonna get a daiquiri <laughs> so yeah he was like i don't have any cash i was like here i handed him the 20 and then as i was leaving brett was so wasted in a way that i have never seen him okay like, there are other people that, like, I I don't think anybody's ever seen Brett like this that I know because I've never seen him like this. And I've been on tour with the motherfucker. I've been hanging out with him pretty regularly. And I kept saying, are you okay? And he was like, I'm fucking... I'm First of all, you looked at me and you said, I'm flurbering or something like that. I don't even know what it means. Flanoring. Flanoring. He goes, I'm flanoring. I went like this. I was like, man, you know, I wanted to go home and watch CM Punk uh, debut. And there was nobody really playing Friday night that I wanted to see. So I was like, ah, you know, I'm, 
I'm going to probably take off Friday. And I go to Brett. We're hanging out with Symphony from uh, Gauche and everything. And we're kind of just hanging out. We're having a good time. And uh, I'm like, you know what, dude? I, I'm going to go. I, I'm ready to go home. Uh, you ready to roll? And Brett was like, I'm staying here. And I was like, okay. He was like, I got to come to your car and get some stuff. Which, by the way, no idea what stuff he got from my car. Because his keys were in my car. Like, he left his keys for his house. With meat and a bag of clothes and his sunblock, which saved my ass because I didn't have any. So I just used some of his. But so then I go like this. When we get back to the car, we're talking. He's like, yeah, man, I'm just, you know what, man? 36 hours, dude. I'll just stay up for 36 hours. And I was like, you don't have to do that. And he was like. I was like, what are you going to do? I was like, I guess you could find Jason and uh, crash at his campsite or with, with his son at his son's campsite. And Brett was like, I'm just going to be flaneuring. <laughs> and I was like, what? He was like, I'm going to be flaneuring, dude. And I was like, I, I don't even know if you're saying a word. Like, I couldn't figure out what the fuck the word was or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, he's. Okay, he he was like, flooring, man. It's when you sleep, you get by on the generosity of others or something like that. It's just, I was like, it's just strolling. It's like just walking around <laughs> and being like a loafer. I the... flaneur all day. Then. You're a flaneur. Yeah, you're one of the best. <laughs> so I fucking jumped in the car and left. And then my favorite thing was the Brett had earlier... In the debt, we were like, Jake's not here. And like, why isn't Jake here? And Brett was like, Oh man, I texted Jake. I told him to quit being a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that was, out, that was out of character for me. <laughs> it was very weird. I have never seen Brett act like that in my life. It was like, I told him to quit, you know? And so Jake must have felt a lot of pressure to come up that night. And he came up after I left. Okay. So I fucking left and he was like, uh, 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 Jake texted me the next morning and was like, yeah, I picked up, I, I brought Brett home at like five 30 in the morning. His keys are at your house. So he's sleeping on my couch. I slept on an air mattress. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just so funny to me that like, I was like, why are his keys in my car? Like, why did he leave his keys? Of all the fucking things that you could do without your key. But Brett was going to flaneur. <laughs> yeah, I was backing myself into a corner. I didn't want to weigh out. I didn't want to weigh out. Brett no, was, no parachute. Brett was planning to flaneur, so he didn't need his keys or anything like that. So, yeah, on my way out, I handed him another 20. And I was like, I'll see you tomorrow, dude. <laughs> It was so funny. I felt like the adult for the first time in my life, though, the fact that, like, I, Brett was out of money and I was handing him money. Like, it felt, that's I'm always on the other side of that. Oh, yeah, equation yeah. In my whole life. Like, I'm the one that spends all the fucking money. And then I'm like, where's all the money? I want some more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that money. <laughs> hey, it's I was a good time scrolling. That money.
So I guess we can we can take calls. Oh. We we really wanted to talk about this. I think we even warned people that we were going to talk about the gathering for the first forty five minutes. So uh, yeah. Also, longest line I saw there was for a whippet's booth. <laughs> well, no, you got to tell them because Brett was drinking ICB brand Whoop Dub. Hard seltzer. Hard seltzer, which he loves. He he it actually recommends ICP brand whoop dub high uh, hard seltzer. But he went to buy one and he was like, I don't really like this. I mean, keep drinking it. Then we went back to get another one. And man, I gotta tell you, man. Listen, I've been to a flea market in my life, and I know how people act when they think they can just talk you down about stuff. Mm-hmm. That happens everywhere at the gathering. <laughs> yeah. There was also like eight people at the booth, but only one person helping. Yes. And I'm just standing there with $20. I don't want any change. I was going to get two of them. It was like 15 bucks for two. I was not going to get any change. That's yeah. I kept also tipping. I just kept eating the 20s, like trading in it for units of yeah. drugs. Well, but and, and so, yeah, that guy was in front of me. He was just going, okay, so if I get two of these in, in the cup, that's that's 25 and they're like yeah that's the deal he's like uh what about like a four pack and he's like i'll tell you what i'll give you a four pack and two cups for 50 bucks which is not a deal at all no um but then this other woman it's the exact same price (laughs) and then the woman comes up and is like she's like no that's not right that math's not right and then they're arguing about math and yeah. I'm just like, I'm already, I've already done the math right there. I'm ready to butt in and be like, excuse me. He's, that is correct. He did it right. <laughs> and then the guy's like, I don't have cash. And he's like, well, you can order it from our Amazon store and just choose our address and it'll give you free shipping. Yeah. And so he was going to pay that way. And then I finally just bolted in and was like, ma'am, I need two of those <laughs> quick, quick, <laughs> move fast. Yeah, the, the 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 bartering that goes on. I mean, it's also funny that like one of the last we were walking around and a guy was selling beer because that's the other fucking thing, dude. Yes, there is no beer tent at the gathering. No, you just buy beer off of random people or bring it in, and like it's their own prices and as we were walking around this guy was like uh beer beer and brett was like how much and he was like i think it was like one for three two for five three for six yes <laughs> and like just like but yeah they don't sell beer at the gallery no you can just bring your own and people bring a lot of yeah. beer and drugs and liquor. So I saw so I saw somebody walking in with a 24 pack on their shoulder like a boom box. Jake said he did see someone get stopped because they brought like a case of liquor. Like a six yeah. pack of liquor. Makes sense. They're you like, no, fuck that. It's glass bottles too. I know. You know, you I mean ideally they would make glass bottles. I mean, guys, I have never in my life. And I'm serious about this since I have seen it in my life, obviously, but so many people chugging out of Crown Royal bottles and out of Jägermeister bottles where it was just like, you can sip that and you get drunk too. You will also get drunk if you just sip that all day. You don't have to drink it all at one time. I saw a guy with a fucking flask that was two feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, in the same flask shape? 
Yes. It, it was like a novelty flask? Yes. He was sitting right in front of us and he was just he was just drinking that fucking flask and just smiling and shooting off bottle rockets. It was crazy. Yeah, lots of candy too. Everybody some people drank pop, I think, for the whole weekend, just yeah. only Fago. Yeah, you can call him. We'll we'll take calls in just a second. Uh but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh uh I would love to see a a picture of the amount of sugar that gets consumed at the gathering of the juggalos because again like an infographic they drink fago a lot of them just drink fago all weekend if it's not beer and then like people are so generous and they'll put free snacks out like but every time you go look at the snacks they're all candy <laughs> yeah we were <laughs> i saw a guy Walking around with a belt on with dumb, dumb suckers all the way around the belt. And he was just eating a sucker. Like, that's just sugar for sugar's sake at yeah. that point. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's, I guess we can take calls. Uh, 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 now they're asking if they can call. We've gone too long. Brett. We did it. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hi there. What's this up? is Goblin calling from the Appalachian Trail. Goblin? You're on the Appalachian Trail? What? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to let you talk quite yet because I need to ask you a question. What are the facilities like on the Appalachian Trail? Like, what's it? What's the sleeping like? Uh, well, like, pretty much typically every 10 or 15 miles apart, like, there'll be a wooden shelter. Like a, like a three-sided shelter, a lean-to, as some folks might call it. Oh. Um, and there's space around where folks can set up a tent or, in my case, a hammock. I'm more, I prefer hammocks over tent. Smart. And usually a water source and an outhouse. Okay, can I ask you that? Oh, an outhouse. I was, gonna, I was about to ask you about turlets. Uh, I don't think I can do the Appalachian Trail, Brett. Oh, no, really? It's like it's kind so of surprising. a weird dream for me to be able to walk something that long would be great. But you know what? I'm more of a city walker. So, you know, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm a city boy. I like yeah. walking in the city. Yeah, it's funny because like I've listened to like the last few last few episodes of the show every and you would mention walking in the city. And I'm like, huh, can't relate. Oh, you're an out-of-the-city guy? Well, I guess, yeah, I'm walking in the woods right now. I know. Yeah, I'm talking about... You just like being in the woods? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Too quiet for me. Well, what's up, Goblin? I should say... uh, uh, Not much. Um, I should say that that's not not my actual name. Um, It's a trail name. Most folks out here on the on the AT and other long-distance trails will get some sort of nickname that they go by. Can I ask how you got Goblin? So or goblin. Did, did you give yourself Goblin, or did somebody else give you Goblin? What were you Goblin on? Um, someone else gave it to me. I honestly am not even a huge fan of the explanation, but just what that they gave. But as soon as I heard it, I was like, you know what? This is me. Yeah, I'm, I'd be kind of hot under the collar, really, if, I mean, I had a nickname growing up that I hated more than anything in this whole world. I didn't hate it then, but now when I think about it, I hate it. Uh, and it makes me mad to think about. 
So I know I, I feel your pain. Um, so yeah. what's going on? How, how, what's what's up, Goblin? Goblin. So, so um, I'm I the whole trail's about two thousand miles. I've now done fourteen hundred. So I've been out here a long time. I am in Virginia as we speak. You're doing the whole thing. Heading towards Georgia. Yep. Holy shit! When did you start? So you you started in the spring. Uh, I started May first. May first, and you're just like. And the way I did it was. Are you just going straight sorry, up? Go ahead. Though, can I ask? Are you just doing like? Are you taking like? I don't know. Like, I guess there probably aren't any like cities to stop and eat at a restaurant or something like while you're out there or anything like um, that. There are every now and again, like. I have to I have to go into town like generally once a week because I have to buy some more food at the least and sometimes I do want to sleep in an actual bed. Duh, see? There we go. But Okay, okay. Yeah, I know I just always wondered folks uh, who I just kinda had wondered if like I guess the what I was asking is like if you're out in the middle of nowhere for the whole walk, like where, where there's obviously, you know, there's going to be places where you can stop and buy provisions because you can't carry all of the food that you're going to eat just, over right, that time. Right. Just, just bring like a wagon full of protein powder. Yeah. Yeah. How much are you yep. carrying? Like what kind of weight are you carrying? Bricks. So I'm actually... I'm actually a little bit on the lighter side, like my whole pack and sit, and this is, I think, including food and water, which of course that gets consumed. So that goes down until you resupply or refill your water. Um, no more than like 20 pounds. Oh, that's it. I could do that, man. I probably carry 20 yeah, pounds with me. I mean, I mean, I'm kind of a small person, so I, have to be on the lighter side in terms of what I carry. I am so impressed with this goblin. I am. A, I, I, I mean, you know, uh, uh, as a fellow uh, walking enthusiast, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, it does feel I figured you'd appreciate it. It does feel like, like I've always thought about it and it's like, okay, like if there was a way it, basically what I think about when I think about a doing a real endurance like walk for me is I think if I could if there if I could figure out a way to have a hotel every 30 miles I could 100% do any distance because I know for a fact I can walk 30 miles a day I know it. I, there's no doubt in my mind. But I can't do that if I'm sleeping outside. I just can't do it. I mean, more power to you if you can sleep outside. It's never been... Do you sleep under the stars or do you have a tent? Hammock. Well, yeah, but you can put a hammock in a tent. Yeah. Right? No, the hammock is just sort of its own thing and... I have a separate, like, just 
tarp that I use for when it's rainy. But yeah, I guess you could say I'm under the stars. Do you hang out and, uh, with some folks? Uh, other people? You Flanor? Hmm? Do you hang with other people while you're out there? Uh, yeah, that's a little bit of what I want to talk about is the sort of the other kinds of people that you run into. Okay, I'm fully curious about this. <laughs> that for better or worse, that I will, I will say. Okay, okay. So, so I'll preface this by saying that, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, go ahead, go for it. We're just... I uh, uh, uh let us know. All right. So a little bit of backstory is the route that I'm taking isn't a traditional one direction route. So I started at about a midway point and did the north section. And then after I was done there, I went back to that midpoint and now I'm doing the south half. So you're like backtracking? So the you're route, doing more than the Appalachian uh, Trail? Well, no, I didn't repeat. I didn't, I didn't, uh, repeat what I, the first half, like I just took, once I finished the first half, I like took a bus back to where I started. Ah, okay. Okay. That makes sense. But any, the reason I bring this up is solely because on the North, the North half is where I encounter the most people. It's been mostly quiet lately. So the kinds of characters that you see out here, I mostly saw in my first three months going from West Virginia to Maine. Fuck, that is such a long distance. I can't even, I wouldn't even drive that. <laughs> yeah, so base, so you're typical. For one thing, we all are kind of just vagrants and low lives in that sense. Like we're, we're going <laughs> to come into town desperately needing a shower and stretching the rules of some social boundaries. Okay. In what way? And, well, you know, loitering at some places uh, a little too long. Mm -hmm. Hitchhiking is a common thing when you need to get in town, just sticking a thumb up and hoping someone pulls over. Right. I've always wanted to do that, but do I don't stuff have a like that. <laughs> right. I've... <laughs> I am lucky because, like, I'm a, I'm a non-binary person, but I still am male passing, so I'm lucky I still have that camouflage, mm -hmm. in a sense. Ah. If I were a little further into the transition, I don't know if I'd feel as comfortable. Yeah, I don't even know. But, I mean, like, I'm a pretty... I guess you said you're, you're a, a smaller person. Because I'll say this. I'm, I'm 207 pounds, and I'm six foot close to and uh i would be afraid to do that like <laughs> it would scare me yeah, it definitely took me and i've had some uncomfortable moments like there's some kind of sketchy people out here especially the one to so another common thing out here is that you have hotels but you have also have hostels which you know they're like bunk rooms essentially mm -hmm. and they're all owned by sort of like mom and pop people, some of which I know are just total small business tyrants. Right. Especially uh, the last couple that I stayed at here in Virginia, which I've never heard so many crusty old men as fixated on COVID restrictions. 
this whole time. <laughs> Imagine being in a country and being freaked out about COVID restrictions. Like, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm in. Here's the thing you need to know about the the mountainy section of Virginia. So, not West Virginia, but Western Virginia. It's a very confusing distinction. But the thing you need to know is that I have seen more cars with Gadsden flag license plates than I have seen people. <laughs> Makes sense. So I, that's the mindset out here. Yeah, yeah. Gadsden that, flag is the uh, don't tread on me flag, for those that don't know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, freedom. Sovereign citizens. Yeah. I mean, they're free. trying to, they're trying yeah. to, I almost said live free or die. They don't want to be treaded on, okay? Live free or die. Live for your die is New Hampshire's state slogan. I did go through there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've been through there. <laughs> That's another story. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, so uh, what kind of people are, I mean, like, is it like nice hillbilly people picking you up? Like, I'm trying to figure out who would pick somebody up. Because uh, I, I gotta be honest. Um, I wouldn't like, pick you up. You <laughs> Usually, like, because if it's a lot of these towns, like, are used to having hikers by the roadside, I guess you could say. So, so some folks are just feeling generous, like, ah, it's another AT hiker. I'll give him a ride. Oh, okay. Uh, that does make sense. Uh, right. And I guess I'd pick up, I guess I'd pick up anybody I thought I could beat up. <laughs> yeah, that's you know the, what I'm saying? that's all it is. Yeah, like if it was like I think I could beat this person up, I'll go ahead and pick them up. But the the real fucking problem with me is actually though, is like the reason I really wouldn't pick somebody up is because I don't want to have a conversation. Yeah, that's my problem. Yeah, because it always gets uncomfortable. You got to be chatty. Yeah, you got to be chatty. That yeah, that's definitely true <laughs> but yeah it's it really is like kind of choosing to live a, like a dirt bag and one of the things that disappoints me about trail culture as a whole is how few people will will experience all this and yet won't transitively have empathy for unhoused folks in the city right even though it's kind of a similar experience in a lot of ways yeah yeah i mean it's very cool that you're doing it um good luck where are you at now like what part of the what part of it are you in there virginia you're in virginia all right where do you got to go to atlanta so i'm kind of near roanoke huh you're going to atlanta right that's where it ends uh it ends the the uh, Amicalola Fall State Park is where it ends. So it's north of Atlanta, but north Georgia. Oh, I, see, I always call Georgia Atlanta because I'm very stupid. But uh, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for calling in, Goblin. It, it's very interesting. Keep keep up. Keep, uh, uh, you know, keep us updated. It's very cool what you're doing. Did we lose Goblin? I think we might have lost our... The connection still looks good right now. Okay. Weird. Well, it feels <laughs> like we... Uh, uh, let's... Uh... They're still connected. 
Oh, okay. I can't. Well, let's do the next thing. Okay. Maybe they lost. Maybe they were done with us. And I mean, I'd be done with us. It wouldn't be all that bad, you know, if it were me. I'm trying to get the chat back up, but I don't remember the password. Uh, of the, uh, you know, you could this, text that to me, Brian. This is why we need the slidey. Yeah, we need the slidey paper. Slidey, okay. Um, is there right. another call? Yep, it's Bear, I think. Oh, Thanks. Bear. Oh, thank God. Hello. Oh, Thanks hello. for calling Street Fighter. Who are we talking to? This is Bear from Georgia. Back again. Bear, thank you for calling back. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and reset a little bit, but Bear works for a, a, a serial entrepreneur that uh, I don't think really knows how to do business. So uh, uh, so tell me the list of things you sell now, Bear. Okay, so um, before I get into the list of things that we sell now, I just wanted to mention that the only time any of my friends have listened to the show is the one episode where we talked about the Sabra Hummus thing. Okay. Um, and one of it was because it was my first episode where I called in, mm-hmm. and one of them, their mom had just bought a ton of Sabra Hummus because it was super cheap that day for whatever reason. It was like on sale. And so now he walks around his house being like, hmm, Sabra Hummus, found a finger in there once, and it started <laughs> infecting his entire family, and it's terrible. <laughs> yeah i'd imagine that, that i mean you know what he's gonna turn into annoying like uh me and me and brett are to our families which yeah. have often been considered the two most annoying people in the world but it's found a finger is a better <laughs> is a better uh cover-up than like trying you know to explain to some of the political aspects to certain people i'll explain this back in the day when I was uh, uh, really young, you know, I would have had to have been maybe fifth grade, maybe fourth grade or something. Um, maybe even younger than that. There was an igloo. Okay. Out on the mm-hmm. side of this road, we drove down all the time. It was an ice cream shop that was shaped like an igloo. So you can imagine as a young child, being like, I gotta get to this igloo that sells ice cream. Like, just begging, you know, constantly. And my parents would never take us, ever. And every single time we asked to go to the igloo that sold ice cream, they would say, oh, they found skunks in there. Really? Never ate there again. My parents never ate there. We never ate there. It closed before I grew old enough to go there and eat. And it was just like, they found skunks in there. I guess it was like a chain around Columbus of these like igloos that sold ice cream. And I guess they must have found a skunk in like one of them, but like completely gone out of business because they found skunks in them. So (laughs) that's not even a good lie. (laughs) I I know, but it worked. I mean, it's not like like bugs are a sign of dirtiness. Skunks smell bad. They're not like they don't show up to eat trash. They do actually. I get skunks in my backyard eating my trash. Oh, really? All the time. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen skunks in a while. Oh well, when Katie sees a skunk, she acts like she somebody left a pulled the pin on a grenade and threw it on the ground. Uh, like it's just 
she one time we were walking from the alley into our house and she saw a skunk in the driveway right in front at like the front part of the driveway so she turned and walked all the way around the block and in through the front door so she wouldn't have to walk by the skunk i just walked right by the fucking thing and she's like, you're crazy. I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, I mean, I, I didn't kick it as I walked by. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. There were skunks in there. So, I mean, I think the, there's a finger and it could work. I mean, this could be the beginning of putting them out of business. Well, this sounds like a wonderful plan. Now we got to encourage him more. We got to remind him to keep saying it. Yep. Keep saying it. When you see somebody eating Sabra Hunnis, be like, I heard there I somebody told me a reliable source told me uh I can't tell you who it was but it was a reliable source told me they found a finger in there so I don't know well I always figured we could also just take a note from conservatives and just start like wildly bashing them for things that never happened because I mean <laughs> it seems to work for them so yeah yeah they they do it, I mean you can really you could just make memes that look like a photograph of something and right they found a finger in sabra hummus the way the conservatives do yeah yeah and you'll get a certain amount of people that are like i'm not eating that shit anymore so i'm glad we got one person well to repeat our lie well i've found my new weekend project uh reviving the sabra hummus meme yes <laughs> So what's up, Bear? Um, I've also found I've also found out that I need to sell my boss on reshaping our ice cream shop into an igloo. Yeah, I mean it is like a genius fucking. I don't know, man. Like you, you would think that having an igloo ice cream shop would be the most. Like you can't lose with that. Uh, you can the mo I mean, you can get in trouble. It's not it, the, people don't use the term anymore. If you're on TikTok, don't say igloo. I'm trying yeah. to explain what the thing is called. I get it. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying in 2021, I wouldn't try it. Right. In, in 1992, though. Perfect. It's sort of, to me at least, feels like a can't lose event, right? Like it seems very easy mm -hmm. to sell ice cream out of one of those. So. That's all. I, that's all I was saying. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, so what's going? So what's? The, but I mean, if you can talk your boss into doing that, I'd be very impressed. So what? What is the latest with this fella? Okay. So I still haven't said the name of the shop on the show. I don't think. Uh, and I'm about to state some like serious infrastructure things wrong with it. So I guess I'm going to keep it that way. Okay. Yeah, that's um, probably a good idea. But I mean, if we're ever so, around you, we'd like to stop in and and buy some stuff. Oh, absolutely! By all means, if you guys stop in, I'll give you a discount. I'll claim your like family members that I haven't seen in a while or something. Hell yeah! So, uh, I went in this last week. Uh, we finally got the shop actually open. Uh, it was this grand. The grand opening was like last week. So, we go in. And we've had water backing up into like the floors out of the floor drains, and we still don't know what's actually wrong with it. We have, supposedly have called plumbers now, 
I don't know. I've never spoken to any of the plumbers. I've never seen them in there. But according to my boss, we've had plumbers, and they've definitely been in to work on it. And it's just a thing that will take time. But we now have, like, standing water in the kitchen and in the hallway leading up to the bathrooms. This is such a disaster. That's not going to make any money. How freaked is he? Um, what? How freaked is your boss, though? Oh, like, not at all. He's, he's just pretending it's not even there. He's acting like it's not at all a big deal. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's doing... Um, <laughs> it's just water. Yeah, he's, he's just squeegeeing doing it thing. into the drain. Yeah, but the drain's what's backing up, so we're like, we can. He's like, oh, we'll just push it out the back door. And we try, and it doesn't work very well. Yeah, okay, yeah. That I mean, I yeah, I guess, like... The only thing you can really do is lay down a bunch of towels. <laughs> That's a good move. We also, we also have been having a problem because it's Georgia. Um, we're going to have some bugs. You know, like if I'm finding a bunch of flies and mosquitoes coming in and out of a shop is not at all unusual. I mean, it's, it's the foresty part of Georgia. It's going to happen. But I was in the back yesterday or a couple days ago. And it was sweeping up, and I found the body of a roach and a bunch of spider eggs. Oh. And I brought it to his attention, and I'm like, we got to do something about this. He's like, yeah, I'll call an exterminator. And I'm telling him, I'm like, this is the end part of summer in Georgia. You've got to start, like, calling now, or they're going to be all booked. They're not going to be able to get anyone out here. And he's like, it'll be all right. Yeah. And I don't think we've done anything about it. There's no way. There's fucking no way. I know his type. I'll just say, I know this guy's type. He ain't calling anybody. When you tell somebody that they have roaches and spider eggs in their place and they don't immediately pull out their phone and start Googling exterminators or, I mean, the fucking craziest thing is this motherfucker hasn't even just done what all cheap people do and go to the store and buy some raid and start spraying it everywhere. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, he hasn't even done that. His, his solution is to take this baseball cap that he usually wears and he started keeping it behind the counter. And when he sees something, he just swats at it violently and uh, then you, puts the cap back behind I the counter. I would mention to him, like, it's great if you can keep the roaches all on, you know... Your side of the counter. <laughs> yeah. But like some of them are going to get out on the other side of the counter. Yeah. And that's going to cause problems for you personally. Not, I mean, hey. This guy's a um, nightmare. I love him. Um. Okay, this last Friday. Here's what happened this last Friday. He leaves the shop for like hours. But just leaves me and one of my other co-workers alone. While we're there and we're trying to manage all the stuff we got to get going in the back and like keeping up with customers and everything, we almost start a kitchen fire because we forgot about some syrup that was boiling in the back. Um, <laughs> it boiled over and nearly started a fire and it caused a huge panic. We had to dump everything out the back door. It like flipped the circuit breaker in the back. So I had to like fix that because my coworker doesn't even know what a circuit breaker is, much less how it works. Um, we're also having to keep up with a ton of orders and stuff. So it's just been a long, stressful night. 
We're also having to make this special like scoop ice cream, which is not what we do mainly because we're a rolled ice cream place and we can't get the mixture right. So it's just been a super long night. It's like 20 minutes before closing and this family comes in, right? Mm-hmm. And we're playing a lot of like really loud rap music, just like hardcore Atlanta produced stuff. And this like family of like really old white people and their very young children walk in. And so my coworker just pauses it rather than like just turning it down a little bit okay. because we don't have the energy to find something better to put on. And we're about to close anyways. They're coming in right at the last few minutes. It shouldn't matter. Our boss walks in and there's no music playing in the shop. And he takes us in the back and yells at us for like a half hour what? about how we can't keep the music off because we have to be delivering the uh, proper energy for our workplace and that we have to be conductive to our environment or else our customers won't keep coming in. I mean, nobody, I'm going to be honest here. I mean, it is, I once went out to a barbecue place against my better judgment. They Yelp bombed their reviews. I a hundred percent believe Who did? that they paid oh. the restaurant paid to get good reviews on Yelp. And uh, uh, I love barbecue. I've eaten a lot of barbecue. And uh, I, I try to go to every place in town that I possibly could. And um, so I, I look on Yelp and I see, fuck, there's this barbecue place like two miles away. I got to fucking try it. It's got five stars and it's got like 20 reviews. Yeah. Which is not... You know, that's a good score, okay? It's not, maybe not enough reviews. Right. It's but a good start. It's worth taking a risk on. And uh, I got in there. First of all, there was no smoker outside, which is now I'm a little older and wiser. And I know that if you're eating at a barbecue place and there isn't a smoker outside, <laughs> there's like, I mean, that means that they're not... <laughs> Doing, doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, they're not doing barbecue. But I got in there, man, and like also there was no music and no TVs on at all in there. Totally fucking silent. So all you could hear is the people in the kitchen working and they weren't saying anything. And it really was fucking disorienting and weird. It was a really weird vibe. Like, we were just sick because you don't want to talk. Right. You know, because you're like, I don't. Everyone's going to look at you. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody's sitting in this fucking restaurant with no music playing, not talking, and just eating bad food. (laughs) (laughs) It was horrible, man. So he might be right about Uh, the vibes, Bear. I, I mean, I get I get what he was saying, but at the same time, it was like, you know, it's it's the last, like, 20 minutes. We're just trying to get out of there anyway. It's like, it shouldn't really matter that much, you know? It's definitely not, like, the berating that he was doing. Exactly. And in the last 20 minutes, I mean, you should, basically, if anybody that's worked at a restaurant or any kind of service job knows this, you really do, like, start to dim the lights in the last 20 minutes. You know, you start to fold up the circus yeah. circus tent to go home at that point. Yeah, like we're we're 
obviously the vibes are off. We want them to be off so no one else will come in and we can start locking the door. Like, we want to get out of there. It's been a long day. I mean, those, those evil people, though, uh, that came in 20 minutes before uh, uh, is really... Uh, oh, my God. That's, they're evil. They're the worst kind of people. So, I... I, I we uh, had a guy... No, go ahead. We had... We had this guy come in last night, three minutes before closing. He's like, hey, are you guys closed? And I said, we close at nine. And he's just like, oh, so you're not closed? I'm like, well, we already cleaned the freeze pans. And he's like, but are you closed? And I'm like, we close at nine. And he's like, all right, cool. Can I get two full-size banana pudding ice creams? I'm like, no, no, you can't. Please leave. But he wouldn't. I had to make them for him. Imagine being that guy. Yeah. Who fucking comes in. And you told him no, pretty much. The the words that Bear is using right now is no, I don't want to make you food. <laughs> and he just like doesn't read the social cues. <laughs> Makes you do it. Oh, customers, they make me sick. I gotta say it. I gotta say it. So uh uh it sounds like this thing's really going swimmingly. I, I think this is a business. I think this job is something you're going to probably get a pension and retire from. Really. This business seems like right, it's doing absolutely. great. Absolutely. Yeah. It, uh, uh, um, hopefully they don't find any skunks in there. I got to tell you, that's yeah, that, the kiss of death. Hopefully not. But I mean, on the plus side, if we do go out of business, like I can use that as like the excuse to like quit another job that's gonna like ruin my resume. I'm not gonna be able to get another one. So yeah. if I can say like, oh well, they found skunks, I had to leave. Then like maybe that'll clear me up a little bit. I mean, if you're, I, I mean, you do have this boss that is a weirdo, and I mean, like if if I'm filling out a resume and I'm you, I think my move is uh uh to say that i helped launch the business mm. like i i i i might even call it a startup really to tell you the roll ice cream startup yeah <laughs> you're, you're learning brian <laughs> thank you <laughs> you're ready to, to interview if this thing goes downhill i'm ready to, i hey look you know, I I I ran. I work at a role because you did technically help him launch this business. So yeah, I, mean, I definitely did. You did product development. Yeah, um, you expanded into new lines, <laughs> revenue streams. A lot of them. A lot of them. <laughs> a good amount of new he revenue also, streams. She also just went on this complete rant. Apparently, he's a huge conspiracy nut, which I did not know. And so he went on this rant about how the Illuminati is taking over and we're no longer the United States of America, we're the United States Corporation, and something about they're turning us into cyborgs, and that's why our names are in all capital letters on the driver's license, and trans people are partially to blame. I don't even know what he was on about. I couldn't refute it because it was just too insane. It's sovereign citizen. Some of it sounds like sovereign citizen stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and people always freak. I mean, guys like that are always going to freak out about trans people. Like, it just is, it's the new thing to, not the new, new thing, but it is, like, their thing to freak out about now is. Yeah, people that care about freedom and being yourself and do what you want are so concerned with other people. Yes. Yes. So, I I mean, uh, well, good luck, Bear. 
uh, you know, keep us posted, obviously. See if you can get them to sell squish toys or something. That might be a, pop a move. Poppets. I'm sorry, poppets. Tell them poppets are like really hot right now. Oh, I definitely will. I'll get them to sell those on the counter or put it in a display case. I mean, poppets are hot, but they suck. Oh, yeah. Like they stink. Like you would think it's like they make it sound like a poppet is the sensation of bubble wrap mm-hmm. permanent right yeah that's not what it is reusable bubble wrap it doesn't it doesn't feel like bubble wrap at all at all no what you gotta do is you gotta find the right one i went through like 20 of them but i finally found one that feels exactly like bubble wrap and it makes a really satisfying pop sound like okay. it's got the right sound to it too i'm gonna google Dude, the best poppets now <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit of a Brian thing is that I Google everything with the word best before it and then just pick the most expensive one. And I figure that's going to be the best choice for me. The chat wants to know what poppets are. I do that too. It's like a piece of silicone <laughs> that just has bubbles. It's like those little those little things that used to jump on the counter when you flipped them inside out. It's just like a, an ice cube tray. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like the, and kids are obsessed with them now. Fidget, you know. They've squishies have died down. The squishy store in the mall now sells more poppets. Like they're getting rid of their old squishy inventory because it's poppet season. Yeah, no more pop. It's it's all poppets now. Like all we're talking about these days is poppets. Oh man, I'm looking. They got Poppet Pal, the official pimple popping toy. Ew. It just looks like uh. a. It looks like skin, and you just with squeeze. pimples on it. Do you get to squeeze goop out of it? I guess. Oh, this is cool. I actually like this. With refillable pimple pus. Yeah, so you can get some pus out of it, too. I mean, here's the thing. When I was a little kid, the best toys in the world were the ones that grossed your parents out. True. And you only had good parents if they sold it. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you get the garbage pail kids, and then you'd show your mom, and she'd be like, Oh, that's disgusting. Get that out of here. I can't even believe you're buying these. That's like... That's good parenting. Yes, absolutely. So, well, Bear, thanks for calling. Have a good evening. Oh, you're very welcome. You too. Peace. There's no good poppets, dude. I just I'm looking. There's one that's shaped like the Among Us characters. But that it doesn't matter what shape it There's is. There's a Godzilla it's one. The feeling. Oh, you're looking for like a professional. You're looking for a prosumer poppet. Yeah, the best possible. Uh, uh, simple dimples is uh, is the brand, I guess. All right. Uh, looks like we only got one person left, so we'll take the call and cut this off. But before we do, I wanted to add uh, a couple things here. Uh, oh no, I, I here it is. Uh, Goblin uh said in the chat they're on Instagram. You can follow along with uh their journey by going to Morning Hayes M O R N I N H A Y S on Instagram. Follow along. They're cutie and they got good pictures. Uh, then also, who else do we got here? Something else I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, sorry, I don't know shit about stunk, skunks uh, chat. I guess everybody knows a lot about skunks. Um, I always just say some smells like somebody's got good weed when I drive by one. That's and true. then I see them at the zoo. I've never seen a skunk in real life. They're, they're, zoo, they're a zoo animal to me. They're all over my neighborhood. I mean, when you smell them. That means there's been a skunk around. In the country. 
I smell them in the country. They're all over my neighborhood. And I want to I want to thank everybody for uh 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 get, letting us get off work early tonight because we're both uh, uh, dying. I have. I have to start watching my kid at 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> and I have to start, uh, uh, I have to do two podcasts tomorrow. But remember, if you're in Columbus this Thursday, you can come see Street Fight Radio live. Just bring a mask, number one. And number two, bring a, don't, do not jump in. Now people are like, we need more callers. Uh, uh, we need to, you need a mask and a proof of vaccination to get yeah. in or proof of a positive test. I believe will also negative test proof of a negative. No, we're trying to positive proof of a negative we're building test. herd immunity in the street fight community. Uh, we're getting this over with <laughs> yeah. uh, this Thursday, the 26th, we're doing two shows at mad lab in Columbus, Ohio. You can go to uh, madlab.net slash tickets. Um, it's kind of a weird site, uh, but keep clicking through. The button that says open ticketing site in a separate tab is the one you want to go to. You can grab them on there. Come uh, see the boys. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's beer or booze sales, so you'll probably have to drink in your car. Uh, and uh, I will sell you beers. Uh, one for three, two for five, or three for six. Yes. <laughs> so find my car. It has a big wizard painted on the side and a cobra fighting a black panther uh, on the front. Dude. The the top rated poppets are ten ninety nine, uh, and it's four packs, but it's the ones my daughter had that sucked. Oh yeah, well Charlotte's got a gigantic one, like a cookie sheet size one, and we do poppet races. So you try to pop them as fast as you can and race against each other. You gotta flip them all out, and you get. Yeah. It's good. It's a fun game. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's um, let's take this last call. And then we'll go home and I will watch TV. And uh, I love watching TV, man. Take a night off. Oh, God. You have no idea how badly I just want to lay around and watch TV. Yeah, I have a lot of sleep to catch up on. I still, I was like, I got up. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, the fundraiser, uh, we did, we are like $200 away from hitting the goal. So thank you to everybody that chipped in. Uh, we're going to send the patches and. Uh, stickers out soon and I'm, i think we're going to work on a t-shirt of some sort uh, but that'll be a separate thing uh just stay tuned we'll let you know uh and let's get this last call yep and go to if you want to go to our instagram i posted pictures of my car uh it looks amazing uh it's it's a totally a masterpiece eric is incredible eric deal paintings is his instagram tag e-r-i-c-d-i-e-h-l paintings uh thank you for calling street fight who are we talking to tonight how's it going boys great how are you i'm chilling uh, i'm here in new york i'm delivering food all day on my scooter and uh just wanted to see what you guys are up to uh, seems like you guys had fun you know Doing a festival thing. Uh, oh, dude. We had a really good time. I, th I mean, I don't yeah. have anything to update on from when we, yeah. you know, from earlier, you know, but uh, I am, I am uh, glad you took the time to call, though. Yeah, we're, uh, and we'll, we're going yeah, to, ne we'll go next year. I think they're going to be at Legend Valley again. Yeah, we will be there next year and the year after that, Come hopefully. On, and every year until I'm dead. Okay. 
That's a commitment. <laughs> well, don't I could die, die this die, year. You know? Yeah. Like I said, if I <laughs> no. don't get off work right now, I'm going to die. Just die. Hmm. So I'm almost yeah. dead right now. <clears throat> okay. Well, I, okay. I mean, we'll, we'll do a beautiful <laughs> funeral for you, and it'll be a big party, and we'll light your body on fire and throw you in the river. Thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. Uh, is everything good? Doing... What were you gonna say? Everything's alright. I started a new job this week, my second job, and um. They keep coming in late, and they're, they're kind of very lax about it. And uh, that shit's pretty mm. great. I got to tell most you. Most of the time I'm there, I, I kind of do nothing. I, I got I to so, tell you something. Let me, let me tell you something, but just as a bit of advice, they 100% care that you're late. I will. I. Okay. I, I'm not trying to be a bummer, and I'm not trying to tell you to come in to work on time. But there are some people who just will never say anything. But they are mad as hell. Okay. And then they'll well, fire. Have said something, but I mean, have they not said anything to you at all? Some people have said something. Okay. They have, but it still feels like they don't care. I don't know. But uh, you, you're probably right. You probably have to. It's probably the right attitude. So I can't stop doing that. <laughs> well, I keep staying I, up hey, all night and like sleeping in the morning. I love being late. I mean, it's a top one of my favorite yeah. things to do, and I was late every single day. But I also, you know, you got to go by the understanding that, like, a lot of people, and, you know, uh, uh, maybe you're not like this, but I am. A lot of people yeah. are afraid of confrontation. So, basically, yeah. what happens is they let everything build up, and then if they're your boss... The motherfucker will, will be like, he's fucking late every single day. You know, telling everybody else in the building, this fucking guy's late every single fucking right. day. It's a trap. It is a trap. It's a trap. I'm just telling you, don't let them trick you. They're probably just people right, right. that are afraid of confrontation. I gotta, I, I believe this. Okay. So there, we gave you some advice. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. What's Maybe. great is like it's like a half mile away from my house. That's even less of an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, all I'm telling you is to know. All I'm telling you is to know that, like, don't feel like they're not saying anything. Right. Okay. <laughs> like that, that. That's like a because. Yeah, I mean, so many people do that, dude. You know, so. <laughs> Well, I, I'd like to thank you for I calling in. Good. Yeah. I'd like to thank oh, yeah. you for calling in. We're going to go home, and I'm going to watch. Right, right. You, you guys do a good show? I'll let you go. Bye, guys. Peace. You guys are tremendous. Yeah, thank Thanks. you. Hell yeah. Yeah, man, you can't do that. You can't, oh. you can't be like, I don't know. I show up late every day, and nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. I mean, do that. Again, you know me. I'm fucking fine with you being late to work. What I'm trying to say is if you call in, if you don't come in on time every day, there is a really, really, really good chance 
that the boss is taking a tally. And if the boss is not taking a tally, another person you work with is taking a tally and will run to the boss and tell them. You can't ever depend on them not. Like if you're doing something wrong and they know you're doing something wrong and they're not saying anything, you should always assume you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would. I mean, like, I would say, just don't expect to keep the job. I, I mean, know. you just go in there and get it as long as you can. But uh, yeah, there. I, I don't think you can do that for for very long without them just wanting to get satisfyingly fire you. I mean, the one side of this, though, you know, if we really wanted to break it down a little bit, though, right? You think about like this person is in New York, and those people are so confrontational. That maybe yeah. he's got a point. Like, maybe they don't care. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, I, I guess if it's, if, yeah, if stuff gets done, maybe that's all they care about. But then he says he doesn't work at all, so. Yeah. And the, the, the person will just be like, what am I even paying this person for? You know, like, basically, I think this is how this plays out, in my opinion. Okay? I'm going to tell you how, I'm going to read the tea leaves here, I think. Or the future. Okay. Um, they notice, whoever the boss is, notices that this person comes into work every day and they don't really do anything. They sit around and they stew about it. What am I paying this person for to come in here? I don't need this. I could do this myself. Right. Or I could pay somebody else less to do it for me. Yes. Now, I can't just say, hey... You're fired. You got to have a reason mm -hmm. to fire him. Okay. He's late every day. That's why I'm going to fire him. And then you will never hear a word about you being late every day up until the day they fire you and say you, you were late every day. Another possible avenue for firing here. Mm-hmm probationary period well they, where you have a month to get your act right no 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 one where they're like uh you know when you got hired on here it's a 90 day oh, yeah. probationary yeah, period. yeah yeah and then they get the three months of work out of you mm -hmm. and then they just are like you didn't pass i'm sorry the probationary i've seen them all these scenarios have happened a million times i've seen them mm -hmm. And uh, uh, those are just two of the possible scenarios that can happen. Now, again, if you don't give a shit, show up late, get everything you can out of them before you leave, you know? But yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, just live by the seat of your pants. We will be back later this week with uh, uh, Wednesday. You'll have a basement show. Wednesday, uh, Friday, you will have epic movie review with... Somebody, I don't really know who the guest is yet because I haven't started working on that because I've been at the Gathering of Juggalos for three days. Yep. Um, Thursday, you will have the live show. Um, let me look at my calendar real quick. You might actually get to hear the live show from Columbus. If I'm not... Yeah, next Sunday, Brett, is the 5th? Yes. Yeah. So I'm not going to be here next Sunday. We might just post the live show. Uh, we'll do something. There'll be something here. It just, 
isn't gonna i mean it could involve me too it might not be live but there will be something here in this time slot i am watching all out all right <laughs> i kind of want to as well <laughs> i'm a good reason to watch wrestling i gotta see chick magnet chick magnet punk wrestle darby out baby all right. Thank you for listening to the show. You can find our stuff at patreon.com slash Street Fight Radio. Um, let's just go out with the band we were going to play halfway and just play like one of their songs. Sound good? Right. Um, this was sent to us by Struggling Uncle. They said, shameless plug, but my friend just put out a record on an explicitly anti-fascist black metal label, and I think at least Brett would fuck with it. Uh, They're called Deprimere, D-E-P-R-I-M-E-R-E. Uh, this is from their album Permanent Crisis. Uh, oh, they got one called OH. I wonder if that's about Ohio. That's a long one. It could be called O. Do each day a new disaster. <laughs> and we will see you on Wednesday. We're Street Fire Radio. Find us on all your social media platforms. Bye.